And welcome, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. How are you doing? Oh, it's lovely to hear. Uh, I'm also doing quite well. Uh, had an awesome weekend. Jack, Jackie boy, I did a thing. You did a thing. I did a thing. Mm. Yes, did I it did. it involve your limbs? It involves my limbs, my spine, and my entire body, actually. Mm. I went into another jiu-jitsu competition. Mm. I went into Queensland state titles. And I managed to take out a gold medal in the no-gi division. I know. Yes, I know. I know. I actually, I used to have clapping here on the buttons and then I took the clapping away because I was like, oh, I'll never need that again. (laughs) I'll never need obnoxious fucking forced clapping in my life. And here we are a week later. I need it. Should have changed the buttons. Anyway. Oh, well. But yeah, I had an awesome weekend at States. Um, I lost my first match in the gi division. I went in gi and no gi. Mm. I lost my match in the gi on points, uh, which stung. It was a really hard, really back and forth fight. Mm. Um, apparently, it was scored incorrectly, and I was supposed to have won. But doesn't matter. Like it was officiated, and I yeah. lost. Uh, hey, not gonna not gonna be a salty boy around no camp. No, Mm-mm. nobody likes a salty boy at you camp. Can't, you can't. So didn't let that phase me, but. Um, yeah, it was a really tough, tough fight. And in the last minute, because he was two points up, his fucking coach was yelling, Tom! Tom! Oh, no, His coach was giving me advice. Fucking, it's called an inside horse. His coach wasn't... wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his coach wasn't saying Tom. He says, look, he's like, you don't have to fight anymore. Don't fight anymore. Don't fight anymore. And I'm in like closed guard and he's pulling my gi over my head mm. like a fucking NHL fight. Oh. He's pulling the gear over my head. Fucking ref pulls the gear over, back over my head, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" So he's just not working. Nah, he's just not working. Not looking for a sub, and he's just being fucking gay. So he's just doing what Queensland did last night. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, No, well, they didn't <laughs> stall. They just laid down and took it. I wish he just laid down and took it. That would have been a lot easier for me. And like yeah. in the last t- ten seconds of the of the fight, I'm trying to pass his guard, and Gav's yelling out. Just go for a submission. Go for a full lock. You're not going to pass. And I was like, I'm too far into the pass. I got a cut. I just didn't get it. And I was like, fuck. I love hearing him yell at you, like coaching you as you go. Gav is the best person to have mm. in your corner, man. He's just super like analytical and just tells me specific directions. Mm. You, can s- you can see him. like You're responding to him in real time. Because so I, I can hear him. Yeah. One of the takeaways I had from the competition was that because it's largely a Brazilian sport, a lot of the teams had like five to six Brazilian coaches mm. all yelling at them in like Portuguese or broken English Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they're like, oh, toy, oh, and then like they get two points. Oh, oh, like just fucking <laughs> screaming and shit. Yeah. And That's I feel like they like muffle each other out mm. a little bit. So when you see the UFC corners, they're just screaming, all of them. Yeah, all of them just screaming. But, like, all all I can hear is Gav's calm voice telling me specific instructions. He doesn't get, like, antsy or, like... No, no, no. He's always calm, same level. You can hear him clearly. Clear instructions. Doesn't get too excited. Doesn't get too worried. Like, yeah, he's a very... very. I feel blessed to have Gav in my corner. Shout out Gav Hain. When's he? The legendary Gav Hain. I know he's a fan. Yeah, yeah, I've I've got Gav lined up. We should probably try and get him in next week. Possibly. We'll look at the camera. Gavin, we'll look at the camera. Gavin Hayne, everybody. <laughs> yeah. The uh, XFC champion. Mm. All round good dude. Great fucking coach. But yeah, so I ended up losing that fight and was a bit fucking disheartened. I was like, ah, oh, like I really wanted mm. to do well in the, in the gay division as well. But that's just, uh, hey guys, that's life. That's life. That's life. 
That's what all the people say. So guys, that's what the people say. It's what I keep saying. It's what I've been telling you. It's just <laughs> live. Sometimes that happens, but you can't let it get to you. So then after that, I had a fiery vengeance in my belly mm. to do well in the nogi. And by the time the nogi kind of rolled around, I was just feeling fucking in the zone. Oh, yeah. In the zone. And I was like, I'm going to take it out on everyone. And I did take it out on everybody. Yeah. I remember it was actually really funny. I fucking... Because um, when you go into the bullpen after you've weighed in and you're, you, get, you go to your mat, because there's a bunch of different mats because there's different fights going on around the, around the arena... Um, there's a person who like asks for your name, like they're they're matching everybody up to make sure all mm. the fighters are in their right spots for the right mats for the right matches. And the guy ca- guy came up to me, he's like y- young dude, and he goes he goes, what's your name? And I was like Thomas, and I was like, and what's your name? And he's like looked at me like smiled because like people don't <laughs> yeah, usually yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah people just kind of have headphones in and go go fucking I'm Jordan bro I'm gonna fuck shit up you know what I <laughs> mean? So I was like what's your name? And he was like he's like Jaden. He's like Oh, cool! You're up. You're up next, bro. He's like, you're fighting that dude, and he like points at the dude because he had like a fucking mohawk oh, mullet, Jesus. and he was fucking big, big arms and oh, tattooed God. and shit. And he's like, yeah, he's like, good luck with that guy. <laughs> and I was like, it's all good, brother. It's just a haircut. That's what I said to him. And then I went out there and submitted the dude, got him in an armbar, well, had him in a triangle, and I was tightening up the triangle, and he he was doing well to defend. And then I swapped to the armbar, and he had his he actually had his second hand caught in the triangle, mm. which I didn't know. Because I extended his arm and then he didn't tap. And then I fucking went, oh, all right then. And then I went back again and I heard his, I heard and oh, felt his mm. elbow pop. Uh. And I, I think it was, I think it was the tendon. I don't think it was like a full break. But yeah. I felt his arm pop. And then I was like, fuck man, sorry. Like I, yeah. I was on my hands and knees. I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry. And he was like, oh man, I had my hand trapped in the triangle. Like I couldn't tap. Oh yeah. Fuck. But you can, you can verbal tap as well. Yeah, but get it, it, the fuck yeah, out of it. But it all <laughs> happened pretty fast, and like yeah. you know, it's comp. You don't want to get beaten, and yeah, of course. But I'm not going to let go of an armbar just because you know it stays oh, no. for me as well. You know, I want. I also want to win. Yeah, hundred percent. So then I yeah, armbarred that guy, and then I I walked off the mats, and I found that kid, and I was like, I told you it was just a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> And he kind of smiled at me. And then after that, I was just like in the zone. I was yeah. like loose and relaxed. I'm joking, joking around with this dude. And then I walked up to all of like my competitors and like shook their hands and stuff. And I was like, good luck. Yeah, and good flow state. Yeah, I was just, I was really present and mm. just like, man, because I've done a lot of comps now. Well, not a lot, but I've done a few now that I just felt really comfortable out there. That's crazy from the first time I saw you competing. Well, dude, this time last year, I competed in the exact same comp like the year before. Mm. And I, I lost and like, I was so nervous and I was jittery and I missed, I missed weight for my nogi. I fucking burnt my legs out trying to triangle mm. the dude. Like I just made all the mistakes, but like, man. Yeah, you do that once and then look at you a year later. A year later, I fucking worked hard and kept competing, kept feeling more and more confident each time. And then fucking, yeah, on Sunday, I just felt in the zone. We don't know your flaws until you put yourself in that position. Or what yeah. You, or you didn't, you're going to be nervous. Like it's you, just you're going to get through that barrier. It's just experience yeah, it's with experience. everything. Once it's like, the, barrier, it's like the first few podcasts I did were just oh. nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking. Totally nerve-wracking. The ones you haven't seen, oh my God. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. There's <laughs> no, what do you mean? They're, they all get published. They all get published. Not on YouTube because I'm a piece of shit. Because <laughs> Jack's a piece of shit. <laughs> but oh. yeah, so then um, after that... I went out and um, my second fight in the Nogi was against uh, a Brazilian guy, a stocky Brazilian guy. He was really strong, actually. He was a he was a tough fight. He, he had a good base, but I managed to sweep him a few times, swept, swept him straight to mount, and I got um, 
I scored 11 points to zero. It was 11-0. And then he ended up getting real desperate and going for a footlock. And then he he's there's a thing in jiu-jitsu called uh, knee reaping, which is when your leg comes from the outside of the hip or across their, the face of their knee, putting pressure on the tendons. She's behind you. So you can go inside out. Mm-hmm. Pressure, fine, because that's the way your leg naturally bends. Or but outside in, Ooh. it's because it um, puts pressure on the tendons. You can't do it. It's illegal in... Mm. Well, I think it's legal up in like high belts and stuff, but it's illegal at this level. But I train heel hooks all the time, so I didn't even notice. So he put his... He like reaped my leg. And then I, I've watched the fight back, and I remove his foot, then he reaps again, and then I mm. re- remove his foot, and then he goes belly down and reaps, and then the ref calls it off and goes... And then we like go back to the middle, and I thought because we were near the, uh, we were near the like the boundary lines, I guess, mm. we we're near the out, out of bounds. So I thought we were just getting reset back to the middle. So I like stood up and I was like, okay, cool, mm. let's go again. And then the ref went looking DQ, and then raised my hand, and I was like, you can see me in the video. My face is like, what? <laughs> I was like, what happened? What happened? What just happened? Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Sweet. And I was like, sweet. So then I ended up winning that one by disqualification, but because I was up eleven nil, I was like. No, yeah, I, I beat him. You he know still what I mean? beat him. Yeah, I, I felt like I was in control the whole fight, and then he got went for one leg lock, and it didn't mm. even fucking. It was all on my calf. Like I didn't feel it at all. Yeah. Like a straight ankle lock to finish, you have to be on the Achilles, which is why you'll hear um, John Danaher refer to it as an Achilles lock rather than an ankle lock ah. or a straight foot lock. You did one of those locks to me. Uh, stooling him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that shit sucks, dude. That shit sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Well, if you have no well, mobility in your legs. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not flexible. So, the moment you touch my ankle in any direction, yeah. I'm screwing. Yeah. It's funny, though. Every fight I was in that day, I had four all up. Mm. Every single person went for a straight foot lock on my left really? leg. <laughs> Every single person. So I, But I didn't feel it on the day. And then the next day, I woke up and I had the biggest you knot can't, in my calf muscle. You can't do leg locks when you're below blue belt. Is that right? Yeah. Well, no, you're allowed to do straight foot locks, okay. which is just that one. Right, right, right. But right. you can't do heel hooks, knee bars, and all the fun mm. stuff all that, the fun that stuff. I like to do all the, all the time. All the stuff that hurts. Yeah, well, I, I like to train them all the time, which is why I didn't even notice that he raped me. Because mm. I'm used to a full like knee reap where my knee's going to be pressured to touch the ground mm. and then like getting a position called saddle, which is in your triangle, the legs around. Yeah. Is that legs. because it, you could just seriously injure someone if you don't know what you're doing? You yeah, it's, do yeah, it's to keep people safe because if people aren't aware of it, like I'm aware ex- of it, so I was, wasn't like in danger, but yeah. some people can, they don't know what's going on and they could explode the other direction and then, and then fucking blow out their ACL and Jesus. MTL. Yeah, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah, which is why even when I train them like at the gym, I'll... Hey, I'll just catch him. Yeah, it pops out. My <laughs> knee pops out. <laughs> we got a pop up. Okay, we, yeah, we got a little poppy we got knee. A little pop in there. We, got a, we got a pop up. Yeah. yeah, my knee does pop out. It it like it like twi- it like tweaks out outward, and I feel the tendon slip off my knee, and then I can usually it's, it happens like mid roll sometimes. I just don't say anything, and then I just point my toes in, and it'll go. Oh, that's and just slot slot back rugby? in. I can't think it was league of the dude bashing his knee back into place. Oh yeah, dude, you that's the that? most and fucking. It, it takes him like six goes, and he's thing. just like, I know. I, but I the relief he has when he gets it in, he's like, ah. yeah, but still brutal. But yeah, yeah, but my knee does, but it's pretty good these days. And it was good on comp day. And I, say, I, I didn't have any. No, nah, it's been pretty good. I, str- I did a lot of like strength work with it, trying to like. A lot of black belts have joint problems. A lot of jujitsu people in general have joint problems. Yeah, I assume. Yeah, sure. it kind of goes hand in hand. Mm. But it's like a lot of it with like if it's submission based, it mm. is up to you to tap. Like well, if I get put in a heel hook, I'll just, I'll tap. You yeah, know what I mean? Your ego I'm, not gonna, yeah, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to push out because this guy's a lower belt or this, you know, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, no, no there's no ego in fucking rupturing my knee. 
What's well, like, yeah, you're gonna take an L or be out for six yeah, months? Yeah, I don't pick. give a shit, bro. <laughs> you pick. Yeah. Call me McTapper. I don't know. Call me McTapper. Yeah, I'm tapping. I'll live to fight another day. <laughs> yeah, straight up, hey. But yeah. So then that was that fight, and then I had the the finals after that. Um against the against the guy from Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu. Mm. So I knew he was gonna pull guard. And I went out there and passed his guard. He rolled a turtle, I took his back, and then submitted him in like 38 seconds, which was Whew. which was sick. It was an amazing feeling, actually. That's sick. Yeah, it was epic. So it was like all over before I knew it. Yeah. Wrapping that belt around you. Yep. Metaphorically. Which is obviously the perfect time to, um, you know, remind everybody. That. I'm the creme de la creme and it's filled to the brim. Yeah, it's filled to the brim, <laughs> except it's actually certified now. <laughs> Man, I'm, I, honestly, I've been in, like, disbelief the last few days because I've never achieved anything at state level or, like, mm. like this is a big accomplishment for me. I was kind of like, what the fuck? I won, like, a state title mm. in something? Well, you're going to have a trophy room soon. Yeah, well, I haven't run a trophy. I've only won medals. Well, medal Maybe room. I can melt them down and then build myself <laughs> a little trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do that. That'd be cool. I remember I messaged Dad and I was like, I sent him the photo. And he's like, congrats. He's like, you're the first state champion in the in the, in the the family or whatever. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> we're not an athletic family. <laughs> yeah, we're not an athletic family. Well, there's Sam. Our cousin Sam was... Oh, um, yeah, no, he was... He was in the X Games back in circa 99 we to 2000. Play. He was the like one of the best in the world. We used to play in the video he game. He won gold. He won gold in the X Games. rollerblading video game there was in PS2 we had. Yeah, there was, there, was a, there was a old school... like Tony inline skate? Aggressive inline. It aggressive was a Tony, Hawk, Tony Hawk style rollerblading game that you could play on Xbox One and PS2 and our cousin Sam Fogarty was in the game and as and a 12 year old that is the most exciting thing you could possibly yeah that imagine. is uh, that is as cool, as cool as it fucking gets yeah. like so I, yeah we used to play this game as our cousin and he was good he was like good he was like a high ranked dude in the world so he was yeah. good in the game so yeah, it was yeah, yeah. also good to be him in the game and he's your cousin oh man yeah it was sick aggressive inline I played a lot of that game Made me want to start rollerblading. And then 2002 it came out. Ended up scooting instead. God, it looks janky now, looking back. Oh, sorry guys, can you hear that? That's just a, uh, that's a nice Australiano. Mm. It's wriggling in the microphone. But yeah, so I had a good weekend. Feeling good. Walked away with no injuries. Happy days. Oh, beautiful. I know. Another one for the history books. It's awesome. Have you got any questions? Any questions? Yeah. I don't have any questions. About jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Or about the comp, how, how, how things work? Uh, people may be interested. People may or be Or this could be a massive well, I ego. I, I speak to you a lot off the podcast, so I, all my questions yeah, have true. been answered. Yeah, true. True, um, good point. No, nothing really springs to mind, to be honest. Yeah, well, anyway, moving on. Yeah, moving, uh, on. moving on. Moving on. Uh, fucking Bo Burnham released oh. a new Netflix special. And I urge everyone on the face of the earth to watch it because it's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like a special. Like yeah, that. it's crazy. So he um, started making this special as COVID hit. So for those who don't know Bo, Bo Burnham, he's uh, one of the best and youngest stand-up comedians in the in the world. One of my like personal favorites. His, his stand-up specials from like five years ago when he was about 25 are just like unbelievable like his style he like he's a very like a tim minchin kind of comedy like mm. he incorporates songs very and then we'll do theatrical very theatrical he's like a musical theater guy so he he's very theatrical got a great voice and we'll like do stand-up kind of skits in between his um comedic songs and unfortunately like that you um find out in the special he 
I have taken a five year hiatus from doing stand up mm, comedy because he well because he started having panic attacks on stage, mm. and then as he decided that he was going to get back into stand up comedy in January <laughs> twenty twenty, which you all know is when is just about Uh-oh. around the corner from the shit hitting the fan. Yep, and then he got like locked inside for a year and decided to make a Netflix special filmed entirely in his room. Over the course of it, by himself. By himself. He like, hires, basically hires like 20 grand worth of equipment and gear and yeah, lights. Lights and, and fucking projectors. just gets so creative. I've just never seen anything like ne- it. Neither have I. It's kind of like a, I don't know how to explain it. He completely it. shut himself off to the world, castaway style. But it's, it's more of like an analysis of his own brain and how he thinks and his mental health and... It honestly, if, if you cut cut if with skip, you guys. Right, if anyone's going to go and watch this special, please watch his other ones first. Yeah, otherwise because you're going to because there's there's a few moments where you're like, is he just like this fucking yeah. manic depressed yeah. like suicidal maniac dude? Mm. Like he needs kind of like help, mm. but it, like it kind of comes full circle. Yeah, in does. the end, I just like he puts everything out there. There's not like there's no stone unturned. Yeah, like he'll if there's a bit he'll go f- he'll be naked for the bit rubbing himself with olive oil to yeah yeah if there's you know some I mean? very like, weird visuals in yeah this he'll fucking do special. whatever it takes and that's what makes it it's, I've never seen anyone make a special like that incredibly creative and there's no laughter so it's like you don't yeah you know, with a comedy special not that you know you need to be told when to laugh maybe maybe, maybe you, hey that. maybe you do yeah. but like you don't need to be told when to laugh mm. when there's like nothing and it's a special it was it's it's almost like a like a multimedia project you'd make in high school or something. Yeah. But it goes for an hour. But he's editing it at in real time. So he makes a bit and then you can see him yeah. editing the bit yeah. and then reacting to the bit he's doing and then reflect in, yeah, reflecting reflecting on it's the inc- special in yeah. real time as it's happening yeah. and his progress. It's, it's incredibly meta. Yeah, incredibly meta. Yeah. Breaks the fourth wall a lot and like and the songs a few of them are like bangers. Like really Did good. Have you seen the one so of the internet ones on YouTube? You uploaded. Oh the no, got like seven million. Views. You know, really. Welcome to the internet. The oh internet, yes, the yes. Internet. No, he's got some brilliant songs on mm. it. Like actually, just well-made, well-produced songs, and you can tell that he's put a lot of time. The into fact it. he edited it, wrote it, made all the music for it, performed it, like act, every every part of the production was done entirely by him. Oh, and it, yeah, and it's. When you watch it, you realize how impressive it is. Yeah, like that one person did that. The music quality, the video quality, the editing of both of those things, like, mm. just, oh, incredible! He even does like stand up bits, like he has a spotlight on him and he's sitting on a stool doing yeah. stand up to fucking no one in his room. But that, that that's the weird part. Like, imagine you sitting in your room by yourself making jokes, doing an existential crisis, essentially in yourself. You know what I mean? It's like I know. And then think about how weird it would, it's weird to watch. Imagine it's, the it's weird, weird to, to watch. Yeah, to yeah. yeah I, honestly, it, it fucking made me like delve deep into my brain. Yeah, almost, really. Like, about even just like this podcast and stuff, and like the actual it inspired me. The a lot. limits you can really go to creatively. That's you know what, what I, that's what impressed me. The fact he's in one room for an entire year and every shot's uniquely different. The lighting's yeah, all, different. All but, of them were different. But everything conveys a different emotional mood. It's like it all serves a purpose. Yeah, and. He shows like BTS bits of him just standing there for like five minutes, just readjusting a light, looking at a monitor, just testing. That's what it got me. He's just experimenting. Yeah. And that's what inspired. He's just constantly experimenting with something new. It's fucking crazy. And it's like, it just, it takes so many turns. Like, yeah. He gets you here all happy and laughing, and then he just takes you straight back down to going, oh God, that's sad. And then flip it in a second. It looks like manic, like the whole thing, but it's it's done in four cohesive parts, really. Yeah. It's still still structured like a a special or like a movie. There's still a beginning act, a middle act, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. We were blown away. Yeah, I was blown away. And I've waited waited five, because five years ago, 
Jack and I and um, CB used to live together in Melbourne, and we mm. used to watch his special like on, on repeat. I it still watch so, it. I still watch it's it. It's like every my dark. Then. Like if I need to laugh, that's, I'm putting on. Yeah, make, make yeah, and I, I can watch it a thousand times, and it's still it's just a perfectly polished piece of comedy. Mm-hmm. That his uh, what is it? Make happy. Make happy. Make yep. happy is just it's one of the best specials of all time. Um, yeah. So to have him come back like after five years of not seeing him do anything. Mm. Well, I mean, he directed stuff. We directed Chris Rock special. I think. Yeah, and he um. Directed and um, produced Chris Rock's special as well, but yeah, crazy man. It's just amazing to see what he's what he done. Um, he's one of my idols. I me too. You, yeah, me too. Up. I looked up to him heaps. He's thirty. If go watch it, but like his thirtieth birthday moment. Just oh yeah, oops. Just yeah. watch. It. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, like, yeah. Just that, <laughs> that is something else that he, makes you feel some type of way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a very real moment in that in mm. that special. That's <laughs> fucked. But yeah, fucking five stars, man. Mm. I, I and I when I watched it, I I could see how it could be like misinterpreted because it is quite weird. And I Very really, out there. I really hope he just gets the respect and praise he deserves for that because it was fucking. I really, I, from what I've been reading, I think a lot of people got it. I think so, I've seen some people like he's lost the plot, and I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah, the, yeah you're on a different wavelength. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not a he's normal not, this guy. This isn't built for marketing. This isn't built for yeah, to yeah. build his following. This is purely. To, yeah, he's an artist. Yeah, it's beyond, beyond stand-up. It's beyond... He's just a pure artist in its raw form and he's using all the tools in the book to convey yeah. his emotions and his mind. Yeah. That's all it is. It's like he uses stand-up to make you laugh and keep you engaged and then uses the music to get you into yeah. it. And then, like, it's the it's writing... It's just very entertaining yeah, the whole way through. It is a, a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. I could go on for hours about this. Content. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking brilliant. It really is. So everybody go go check out Bo Burnham's new special. Fuck, you, like you think we'll get paid for this. I know. <laughs> Bo, hit us up. Pay us money. I'm almost gagging on the microphone right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you're not listening. Let's hope you're Because <laughs> the guy in the car next to you is giving you the weirdest looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just give him a wink. He'll, he'll drive right away. Oh, God's sake. Did you um did you watch the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight, Jack? I did not. I Sorry, saw I was doing a camera movement. I did not see. I it. saw the last two rounds. I was meant to, yeah. And that was all I needed to see. Well, I was supposed to meet up with a friend and watch it and then he, I woke up late and I messaged him he said, You are missing absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah, I mean it, it was always gonna be that. Yeah. I mean a I, I mean, a little part of me wanted Floyd to liver shot him and drop him down to his knees and I knew he's finish gonna him. him. He's but he's not going to... Dude, he looked juicy. Looked like mm. he was juicy. Dude, Logan. Yeah, oh, bro. bro. He looked bite. enormous. He looked like, po- he looked like Paul Costa. And because it's not like a sanctioned professional bout, mm. I feel like there might not have been testing. But I don't reckon there would have been. No, neither do I. But I, there's an, I would never have picked Floyd knock him out. No, neither neither would I. But he, yeah, I mean, Floyd's what, 40 fucking... Yeah, three or something. How, how old is he? He's gonna knock out a dude six fucking two whose traps, traps are tickling his earlobes <laughs> as he dances around the ring. Like it was just man, I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. I mean, it's not. I don't like it for like as a as an athlete and as a sportsman and a fan of sports. I don't like it. Mm. I, I understand it as a business, and everyone's like, yeah, you know, why why hate them? They're just trying to get paid and make their money. And yeah, I know. I yeah, and I get that, but like. When Logan, like, because the fight finished and it's an exhibition, right? And it's not, like, nobody wins. And then he's going, I just went eight rounds with the greatest boxer of all time. Yeah. And he's like, I can't believe it, dude. I just went eight rounds with the greatest boxer to ever live. I'm like, 
fuck, bro. Yeah. We have just released an egotistical maniac <laughs> on the fucking universe. Like, Floyd, was it worth it? Was it worth 120 mil? Yeah, thanks, dick. Your dick? I'm sure it was worth it because 120 mil, I'd probably fucking unleash the dragon as well. Oh, yeah. But now I have to deal with the fucking Paul brothers for the next 10 years talking out their ass. What? Oh, is it, wait, isn't Jake doing Woodley? Is that, yeah, is that locked bro, in? Jake, Paul versus Tyron Woodley. And that... Woodley? You, dude, you asked me that five years ago and I'd laugh in your face. Yeah. And I'd still laugh in your face. Stu- you know what? I'm going to laugh in your face. Ha! Ha 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 That's how I laugh. And, but like, Tyron's lost the last fucking 20 rounds or got something stupid. Like, the last 20 rounds of the fight he's been in. He hasn't won in like three years, hasn't he? It was like... He got knocked out by Vicente Luque, which was a shame because that was the fight he actually turned it on and went for the KO. Vicente's just a fucking beast. Yep. And then the three before that was Colby, Gilbert, and Kamaru, and all five round taking of Vasol. He just hasn't seemed like he's been in it. His heart hasn't been in it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, bro. It was it like, I even heard Wonderboy on the Rogan podcast say that because he fought that way in the Wonder Boy fights, mm. like real tentative and then picked his moments and then that he carried out that kind of same mentality through the fights afterwards. It's different fighters. But I, I kind of think that Usman just took his soul a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think he it's was fighting Usman Usman just fucking... Because that fight, he just holds him like he's a child the mm. whole fight oh. and just beats him up. So I think after that, he was a bit gun shy. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of that's what I kind of think. Lost so, edge so him coming into a Jack Paul fight, I'm like, yeah, of course, he's going to smash him. But then I'm like... Will the moment get to him after well, that, losing yeah. f- fucking f- four fights in a row, five fights in a row, and being released from the UFC? Because like, even more pressure on him because if he loses to fucking Jake Paul, ex- that's what I mean. It's even more pressure not to because he he is the guy that's going to beat him. It he really should be the Paul brothers more than anything because they have nothing to lose. If they lose, it's like oh yeah, I'm not. I a was boxer. thinking about that the other day. Yeah, if, if they, they lose, they go yeah, YouTuber, Disney YouTuber. Ha <laughs> This isn't my whole thing. Yeah, I just started this a couple of years. It's ago. a fucking it's a win win for those dudes. That, like, money money wise and reputation wise if dude if Tyron goes out there and flatlines Jake Paul in 30 seconds people will be like yeah mad respect Jake for getting in there I guarantee oh. it I can almost guarantee yeah. it and then he'll be That's like well it's you step in there at least I was man enough to a, step in there it's a win win yeah they don't lose fuck those dudes oh but that's if he, if he loses to Jake Paul can he go back to the UFC you know how much shit talk's going to be? <laughs> he can't. Well, I think he got released. Oh, did he get released? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So he's making his last big, big yeah. buck and then... Yeah, well, in one of their... I saw one of their little face-off fucking... Oh, my dick's bigger than your dick conversations. <laughs> and, like, Jake Paul got it was like, well, bet bet your fight purse. Bet your fight purse that you're going to win. Mm. Or whatever. And Tyra doesn't say anything. That's I'm like, right. why would you? What? Yeah, why? It's the one time you're getting paid the most money in your whole career to fight yeah. a fucking YouTube. You're not going to fucking bet on it. That's, I, I mean, actually, I what it. do you think about that uproar about everyone, all the UFC fighters getting mad? Like, they're getting 20 mil a fight, and then all the UFC well, fighters getting jacked. Well, yeah. But, like, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul are two, two giant. I- incredibly giant entities that have huge followings. They're just big like business people are, moguls. Well, like, Floyd obviously did it through boxing. Logan Paul did it through um, making fun of people who committed suicide on the internet. <laughs> so, you know, they're mu- much in the same field. Much. <laughs> They're practically fucking brothers, <laughs> but anyway, they he's mass uh, a mass following. Yeah, they were children who are now probably adults, and that's just how fucking things shift. Yeah. So then his following still just as big. Yeah, and now they now they're like you know paying to watch them fight, mm. and it's but I. I do agree that the UFC fighters should get paid way more than they do. Hundred percent to be actual athletes and put their bodies on the line. Like they didn't even Logan didn't put his body on the line at all in that fight. 
I mean, oh. yeah, he's getting punched by Floyd Mayweather, but like he's with a dude, ten ounce gloves, ten ounce gloves, dude, half his size. He's gonna be fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's gonna be okay. Yeah, he's, he's never gonna win that anyway. Well, you can't. No, he's never gonna no, knock him out. No, but it's just it's the spectacle. It's the and it's like it's funny because the the McGregor Mayweather fight really opened up the floodgates for mm. all this. Or oh, if that had never happened, this would never be. No, because after that fight happened, that's when you had. Logan Paul versus KSI, and uh, all and all the YouTubers started fighting each other, and like and, and, and making and making KSI. millions. They were making millions because they did five dollar pay per views, and all these kids were like, "Oh yeah, mum, yeah, yeah. give me a credit card. I want to watch fucking it's two YouTubers fight." And then they fucking crossed over. Hey, what's KSI? Is he actually becoming a real box? I think he was. I don't know. He was like a rapper or something as well. And I don't know he does a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not actually In sure. In my head, he's still the FIFA dude. <laughs> yeah, same. KSI or Lajid Diabiti, if you don't know him. <laughs> That's a textbook impression of KSI. You know, I saw today, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley's fighting. Yeah, dude. What um, is that? Let me, let dude, me bring that's this up. Dude, that's the McGregor card in a few weeks. Oh, is it the McGregor card? This, July Sat. That, that fight? Uh, sorry, that, that card? How do you say that? Yeah, Samoga. Samoga. <laughs> that card, dude, is the best card in history, I reckon. 264? Dude, it's, it's McGregor. I'll see if I can do it off the top of my head. It's McGregor versus Poirier. I've got it here, It's yep. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Gilbert Burns. Yep. It's Ryan Hall versus fucking, what's his name? Topuria. Yeah, see, I see. You can't even say it when you're reading it. I don't know either. Don't yell it, don't Tapioca. 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 Uh, yeah, Ryan Hall's fighting. Yeah. Um, who the fuck else is fighting off the top of my head? Sugar Sean versus Smoker. Uh, Brady versus Lee. Yeah, Smoker. Kevin Lee's Kevin fighting. Lee. Kevin Lee's fighting. I think that's his first one after knocking out that dude with that crazy head kick. Wild news. Wild. Um, Those are the big four. And I think they're the big four. But the fact there's Ryan Hall, Sugar Sean, Wonderboy, and McGregor on there is just amazing, bro. They're like some of my favorite fighters stylistically. And I hope they all fucking... Just fact, oh, we had to watch Thompson... Oh, man. That's Thompson... Bur- oh, yeah. And this weekend... Dude, go to this weekend's fight card. Because this weekend is Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards. Oh, I forgot about that. And, oh, yeah. shit, dude. And... Oh, God, who's... It's a, is it a title fight? Yeah, it's Izzy Adesanya versus oh, Marvin yeah. Vittori 2. That's going to be... Which will be sick. Something. Do they I reckon that'll be close, UFC actually. Page? I reckon Izzy will do him, but I, I reckon it'll be close. Where, where are we at? Oh, June 5th. Oh, no, that's already June 5th. It's this Sunday. This, this Sunday. This Sunday. Which UFC is it? Let's find it. 263, maybe? Yeah, I think it's 263. Oh, I'm not sure. Should have been prepared. Oh, yeah. Should have been prepared. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Adesanya. Oh, Figueroa. Figure it out. Yeah, versus Marino. That's going to be sick. Leon Edwards, Nate Diaz. Yeah, Leon Edwards is going to knock... Nate Diaz out. What was Nate Diaz's last fight? Um, Masvidal. Oh, Masvidal. I think. For the bad motherfucker. And got fucked up. Bad motherfucker. Yeah. So, I reckon Leon Edwards all day for that. He's way too fucking skilled and powerful. Mm. That's going to be a lot for Nate. I mean, you know Nate, if he weathers the storm, he's always got a chance of winning. But, but is he one of his eyes opens up? Yeah. Nah. Is he close to his being done with that? No, oh, not... Oh, he'll never say that, dude. He'll never say that. Those dudes are built different. Can they, can UFC like stop people from fighting? Like, yeah, you're not in condition to, like if his eye opens up every first round, is it, can they just be like, no, we don't want I mean, to they're not. Or no. is it up to them? It's up, well, like that's, the that's a different issue. If someone's getting old and they're getting knocked out a bunch, that's a different conversation to like, you're just getting cut. What's well, like Sylvia? Well, he's got, 
he's just got heaps of scar tissue around his eyes. Yeah. So it just opens up easy. But if he's still fit and fighting and fighting well, like those what it's usually is when you get on a losing streak and I'm shit. Just scared. That's why the, the UFC should pay them more, man. They just cut people so quick and well, forget about it. Thirty years, them. dude. I'm just scared for the, the Nate brothers and how they're gonna their brains are gonna be. Ah, oh, mashed potatoes. Yeah, probably mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit butter, a little bit spot. Awesome dudes, though. Awesome dudes. Stockton, motherfucker. Stockton, Stockton. motherfucker. Stockton. Stockton. Oh, yes. In other news, Ooh, with... More news. We've got a, we, <laughs> there's more news. <laughs> with the license plate of the week, Ooh. we actually have a prize. Oh, yeah. We got a prize. We yeah, actually yeah, have a right. prize. So last week, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll give you a prize. And then everyone was like, yeah, well, you haven't said the prize, so... Why the fuck would yeah, I do this? No incentive, baby. I'm There's giving no you incentive, shit. exactly. But now, guys, we've got incentive because my good friend drum roll. at single O, Rennie Holder, drum. I, don't know, I should have got a drum roll, ah. but Rennie Holder has donated a bag of coffee, a whole bag of beans from single O is the is going to be the prize. Mm. For the most funniest license plate of the week. So, guys, that's that's some good incentive. If, yeah, if caffeine isn't incentive enough, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, mate. Yeah, you think you're better than me this You think you're better than me, bro? Huh? Think you don't drink coffee? Oh, you're clear you don't in look the at license plates? Oh, yeah, you, you don't drink wake, coffee. You just wake up in the morning and just piss excellence? No. You need a coffee in the morning to start your day like a normal person. <laughs> or four. Or four, like, like me. <laughs> or four, like me. <laughs> Yeah, send them through for a big bag of beans. Yeah, that's it. Send them through. We've got an actual prize on our hands, mm. a big bag of coffee. So thank you, Rennie, at uh, Single O. And hopefully I'll get some fucking absolute mm. ring-a-ding-dingers off you guys. We saw a good one today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw a cooler and I put it on my story. Because I was like, I saw it and I was like, I've definitely got something for that. And cooler. I did not know what you were going cooler. for. Yeah, I started filming the story and then Jack, Jack was like, what are you doing? I was like, I see he spit, spit, spit in the c- 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 cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, is a quote from Waterboy. If mm. you don't know, now you know. If you've been living under a rock. Oh, bro. Waterboy's one of the best movies ever. Classic. Absolute classic. Mm. Such a fucking classic. Absolutely. It's fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. It's like. fucking amazing. Have you got any big gigs coming up, Jack? I got to uh, Sparks Mania. What's Sparks Mania? Sparks, so it's Will Sparks' uh, Oh, festival. it's not like an electrical apprenticeship or anything. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with thing of Sparks. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. That was a bad, that was a bad but, um, There's been a spanner in the works. This is a bad joke. Um, I've heard because of Melbourne shutting down. So uh, apparently Melbourne. some of the acts might be able, not be able to come up. Ah, uh, that's fucking say. shit. Um, yeah. No, up's right. On up's right. No, yeah, I mean, there's no up myself. and down in space, but <laughs> up's right on a map. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was the big, that was in t- that's in two weeks in Eaton's Hill. So that should be good. Two weeks at Eden's Hill. So what, Sp- is Sparksy coming up? Yeah, well, it's his, yeah, his event. Well, he's, yeah. in, he's in Goldie now. so he's Oh, does he live here now? Yeah, bro, he lives, ah, lives in the go. Goldie. There you go. Well, that should be sick. How many people are at the festival? Um, I'm not quite sure about numbers. I'm, I'm sure it's maybe 4 or 5K, maybe. Oh, listen to the man, 4 or 5K. Um, <laughs> doesn't, he doesn't even say 1,000. He's that much <laughs> of a big dick player. I'm actually not quite. Because I actually don't have enough sure. time in the day to be... Um, caring about the fucking the, the O's and the X's the and the dot points and the uh, I'm, I'm too busy. What do you want from me? No, I'm kidding. He's too busy. It's the, four the or five K, whatever. The lineup's good though. Will Sparks, HP Boys, Mass Wolf, Fletchy, Orchestrated, Short Round. Oh, yeah. New Sound, JDG. It's the classics. A couple of bing bang bangaroos. Yeah, some bangaroos. Take, oh, that'd be fun. Take your bickies, lose your marbles. 
you find him again tomorrow because it's going to be a good one. <laughs> That's the fucking quote of the year. Take your bickies, lose your marbles. That's fucking brilliant. Put that on his fucking T-shirt. Take your bickies, lose your marbles. <laughs> it's a good one. Oh. oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah, that should be good. That'd be sick, man. Um, yeah, so it's going to be... Hopefully some more festivals pop up in COVID. COVID's yes. fading away with the vaccines coming in hot. Yeah, the vaccines. The vaccines. Watch out for your vac seals. Your vac seals, I don't know. It's funny that... Like, I'll let all the guinea pigs go first, I reckon. Well, it's funny because people, people in America and UK are just putting it in their ass. Well, because America, it's your you have it's mandatory to wear a mask unless you're vaccinated. Yep. So now there's like a divide culturally well, so between the vaccinated and the Because they got completely fucked. And I think here, we didn't get fucked as much. So everyone's like, well, we didn't really get fucked. Why do I need a vaccine? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we didn't really, really get it. I'd say, yeah. I don't no wear a mask for me. a week. Yeah, 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 no one fucked me. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not putting a needle in my I'm arm. I'm putting my needle in my Not until someone fucks me. Which I kind of get. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, I don't know, I'm, I'm not going to get it until I have to, really. Yeah, but you're getting it for work to go do fun stuff. Oh, if I have to, yeah, if I have to go do fun stuff. Um. Jack does uh, photography at music festivals, for yeah. those who don't know, photography and videography. Mm, got a wedding coming up, that should be fun. And if they're below 4 or 5k in attendance, don't even fucking bother <laughs> call, calling him, because he won't, he won't show up. He won't. <laughs> He's better than that. Your dog. Your dog. Nah. Yeah, and wedding. So if you're getting married as well, Jack will be your celebrant. Oh, yeah. no, not a celebrant. He'll ah, just take photos. I'll take photos. Take photos. I might stink. He can step in. He can step in, but then your marriage won't be legitimate and legalized. <laughs> so that's up to you. It's up to you. I can do it. If you want a faulty marriage, come to Jack. Come to me. Come to Jackie boy. Come to me. You want to marry a budgie or something? Jack will marry him. <laughs> won't be legal, but he'll marry him. <laughs> won't her. be legal. And there'll be photos of it. Oh, yeah. So at the moment it will happen. <laughs> just won't be registered by the courts. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do so that. So good, good luck getting half of his stuff, Mr. Budgerigar. Budgerigar? Budger. Oh, Bud. fuck. What's the bird? Budgie? Budgie. Oh, it was like a budgie. Smuggler? <laughs> budgie, budgie smuggler? Oh, budgie. smuggler budgie. No, there's no Tony Abbott's here. There's no budgie smuggler. <laughs> I remember that, dude. Yeah, what happened to him? Ah, I don't know. Lost? I just say put Kevo Sev back on the throne and we'll call it a day. Yeah, bro. 100%. <laughs> Oh, Kevy boy. <laughs> he had it. I was watching his podcast with Friendly Geordies, bro. Oh, like, I haven't seen that yet. Bro, it good? so good. I didn't think he'd go on. He's pretty fun. Well, Friendly Geordies is like... is he's like a, I think he's a... He's, uh, he's like majoring in yeah. political politics mm. at uh, university, I'm pretty sure. Mm. But Dude, his character online is just a goofball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, but, but he, it's, yeah, he's, he's good. He puts out a lot of good information. I know, and he fucking he talks to heaps of the politicians and does heaps of like political jokes. He's like the he's like a solo chases war and everything guy. Yeah, it's kind yeah. Of how I see him. Mm. No, he's good. He's, he's been very smart. Years, man. Fucking young too. Yeah, he'd be mid twenties probably. Yeah, maybe yeah. thirty. Yeah, something like that. <coughs> something like that, mate. Anyway, it's now hit about forty minutes on the podcast, mm. which, as we all know, tasty forty means it's time for this week's joke of the week. <laughs> And I turned the horn down this week because I had I had someone tell me last week they nearly crashed their car when they were driving. <laughs> I told you it's too loud. I know it's too loud, but it's like, yeah. Get I got to I need new horns. Yeah, no, get regular horns, not stadium fucking well, horns. Well, I think because I initially said stadium horns that I felt like I had to deliver the stadium horns. No. And then I delivered the stadium horns. Everyone's like, hey, 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 hey we're not hey. in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not in a stadium. My ear holes, my ear plugs aren't a stadium. <laughs> I'm in my car. There ain't 10,000 people in my brain. I'm not, yeah. It's just me. And the quality of the podcast isn't the best, so I've got to turn it up to 20, okay? And then you go put stadium horns ah. in. Not a stadium. Yeah. 
Anyway, but it's time for this week's joke of the week. This is actually one of Dad's Dad's jokes. Oh, is it? Do I know it? Yeah, you will know it. Okay, I think you'll know it. So there's this uh, there's this little boy. He's about ten years old, and he's asleep in bed, and he hears <laughs> and he hears this screaming coming from from down the hall. He hears this. You already know what it is, don't you? I know what it is. So he's this young young boy, and he hears this screaming coming from down the hall. So he gets up in the middle of the night. He doesn't know what's going on. So he walks down the hallway, and he. And he notices the, the bedroom doors open ajar, so he pushes it open. And his mum and dad are just going at it, just having crazy monkey sex, just fucking going balls to the wall. And then the dad turns over and smiles and said, don't worry, don't worry son, I'll, I'll be with you in a moment. Just go back to bed. It's, everything's, everything's fine. So then the little boy goes back to bed. And then later on in the evening, the dad hears a loud screaming coming from the, from the, from the little boy's room. And he goes, oh, I wonder what that is. So he gets out of bed and walks down the hallway and goes into the little boy's room. And the little boy's having sex with his grandmother. And the dad's standing there in disbelief. And then the little boy just turns to his dad and just goes, well, it's not so funny when it's your mum, is it? <laughs> oh. Oh, and dad will be so proud that and I now, told this joke. Imagine telling that joke at a family reunion. <laughs> yeah, dad told that joke at a family reunion in front of his... Oh. Five conservative sisters <laughs> in their fucking seventies, and they all nearly had heart attacks. <laughs> it's time to play. Soon as he said, soon as he said, "There's a young boy fucking his grandmother." Everyone was like, "Oh, that's it, Tony, oh, Tony, Jesus. shut the fuck up. That's it. No, 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 no more. Cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off." And he's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. There's more. It's not funny when it's your mum." <laughs> and then they brought the house down, and then instant redemption. Uh, but yes, that is this week's joke of the week, guys. Send in your license plates. Send in your jokes. We'll be with you again next week. Happy Monday. Kiss, hug, kiss, hug, kiss, mm. hug. As always, love Uncle Fogarty's. Adios.